Welcome to the Xeno Podcast, where we talk about how we shape stories and how they shape us. Today, we're here with Spencer Grubb. He's actually my brother. That's the most interesting relation. But also, he's an amateur lyricist. How, is that correct? Yeah. And a recent graduate from BYUH. Whoop, whoop. I didn't know how to phrase that amateur lyricist, okay. freelance lyricist. I would say more of a freelance lyricist. Yeah, he's I don't not know. an amateur. He's writing for for Honestly. years. Still very new at it, but I would say that it's it's a little little better than amateur. All right, well, prove yourself. Do you have a poem? <laughs> I do. Um, this poem, I wrote it a while ago, but it's one of my favorites. Uh, it's called Words. So, <clears throat> kind of goes like this. I really like words. I like compound words, you know, the calm sound words, not the downtown words that get tossed and turned, no, the buzzwords, but I keep it clean because I discuss words, I discuss herds, I don't smell like turds, but I write words often when I'm sitting bored like a coffin, I'm awful at talking, but at women I'm gawking, so... I grab a pen and start writing paragraphs, majestic as alabaster plaster and immaculate passion I'm passing through my notes in class. Cursive is cursed. It's pretty much the worst thing taught, and I also often forget what I'm writing, so I kind of just push my thumbs on the screen because I write words on the go, going anywhere, wherever, every day, day to night, not really knowing where I'm going, and it's repetitive. But it doesn't matter because if you make the sentence sound sweet, it doesn't matter if it's repetitive. But it doesn't matter because if you make the sentence sound sweet, most people still won't care, and that's okay because... I don't care either. I'm writing to put words in the ether. No clear goal, just staying great like a reef. So I guess I'm a reefer. Uh, not referring to drugs because I don't drag on. I'm precise like an ice carving. I'm smooth like ripples, sharp as cold nipples. And you think I'd be less awkward because of how much I write words, but I still get stuck on, still get stuck on, still get stuck on language. And let me tell you, language is legit. It lets lame, lengthy literature become lyrical. It can lilt lackadaisically on lines or lay down the law. When I scribble down words on petty pages, I populate them with purpose. I use phonics as a furnace, melting supersonic syllables so that something new is discovered. But the thing I think is silly is when someone decides how everyone should sound. It's just despicable. However, I do think you should articulate your thoughts clearly. Otherwise, your ideas become long ramblings that go on and on. And on, a mon, a peter, pipe, a relative, vivacious, sycamore, feline, back and forth until it just sounds like nonsense. It doesn't have to have a meaning, but it shouldn't be de-meaning. Frequently, facets of language frustrate me. I before E, who knew we taught favoritism in English class? And if you can dismember someone, can you member someone? Many mysteries mull around my mental membrane, and this only leads to more questions. Why do we use like, like, all the time? Do we really need to complete our sentences? And don't you think it's funny how we always... And there you go. That's the poem. <laughs> Woo! Yes. All right. Snaps. Proved it. <laughs> Proved it. Count it. That was published in, what, the 2017 Kulamanu? Yeah, the, the last one. It won oh, yeah, second totally place our... in poetry, so thanks Joe Plicka and whoever edited the poetry <laughs> section. <laughs> Yeah, I think it was... Oh, wait, was that even the one our year? Yeah, I think yes. it was Dr. Pucca. Yeah. It was. Someone. And then, yeah, one second place, so... That's very cool. Where did that poem come from? 
Were you really just like, oh, I really like words, and then it just happened, or? Yeah, so as I started to, I don't know, get more into music, it was really probably my first couple of semesters here where the idea came from is we had to write a song for one of our music theory projects, and I wrote a song about pop songs and how they're all kind of dumb, and I realized that I liked pop songs, and I liked rap music, and I liked words, but I didn't have, like, a super crazy upbringing. I didn't, like, work seven jobs to get my mom through college so she could get a better job or something. It was, I don't know, I just, my brain was very, very good at coming up with very quick, very witty verses of things. And so I think I wrote that poem two years ago and I was just thinking one day, I'm like, yeah, I really like words. And I don't know, that's kind of how I, I kind of start all my things when I'm writing, whatever I'm writing, because again, I'm, I don't know. I don't think that, you know, just because a genre of something is one way, if you want to write rap music, don't just write about making money and getting women. It's like, write about what you know and I don't know. I think it's it's very important to just write about what you know, and that's what I that was my idea with that poem. All I know is making money and getting women. <laughs> just hey man, it's if that's good. if that's your life, live it. Do and you... American literature. <laughs> Shout out to Doctor Allred. Shout out to everybody, all the professors. So Sorry. do you... <laughs> do you think that? in i mean you rap too and you write raps quite frequently do you think other people who also write raps like only have one narrative like how many narratives are there out there like so it's really interesting actually because i was looking up um things about rap the other day and there's kind of like three lanes of of like modern hip-hop to me and to other people who've, who've kind of like looked into this so there's the pop there's the hip pop and then there's hip hop. So you have pop music like Drake, who is you know, kind of a rapper, kind of a, a singer who, you know, he's he's very good at his his story of, oh, feel bad for me because I'm rich, but I still nobody loves me or whatever. I don't I don't really listen to a lot of Drake, but he, he tells the same story in a lot of his music. Okay. And it's very interesting. And I mean, there's there's other things, you know, but um, it's very marketed to. uh you know, a pop audience, the, the radio, it's, it's going to get played a lot. Uh, it's very like safe. It's a very like radio safe environment. And he, he kind of writes to that. And then there's hip pop, which is like a little bit of, of pop radio safe environment. And then there's also some, some real storytelling going on. And I, uh, the artist that I think of most is in this lane is Kendrick Lamar. He writes, you know, a lot of his truth, what he, you know, his, his la whole last album uh, was about, you know, him and just kind of what he's about. You know, he, he talks a lot about growing up, talks a lot about the music industry and kind of how, how things are going now. And so I'd say like pop music is more for selling records. And once you get more into the like hip hop and hip hop, it's more about telling kind of diverse stories. You're, you're more, you're telling your stories but you can you have a little bit more freedom when you're not really worried about like writing something someone wants to hear because on the radio it's like if you think of any song ever it's like 
I'm in love with the shape of you. It's like, well, what the heck is the shape of you, right? Like, what? No one. That that's a really like catch-all phrase, you know. But, you know, writing about my daddy was in commissary, I made it to commas. Like that lyric is like it really only in that one line it tells such a big story of you know what his life is like. You know, that's a Kendrick Lamar lyric. And then sorry to just wrap this up. Uh, the hip hop, uh, kind of side of things in modern rap music is is basically all about telling the story making super weird uh songs kind of out there totally not worried about anybody hearing it and people i think of when i think of this is like jay cole and tyler the creator with his new with their newer stuff uh jay cole had like a gold selling album and it and he had no features on it like it was just him and i think that was because he was he was so devoted to telling his story and like what he wanted to say and yeah it's like some of the stories might get repetitive but i think that it's it's just as important to tell the truth in your music as to tell like lots of different stories because you know even if you're just one person there's so many things you could talk about you could talk about your childhood you could talk about adolescence you could talk about if your father got shot or if your mom committed suicide like there's a lot of things to unpack in just one person's life and i think that like the more that you the more that you like don't worry about what other people want to hear and get to just telling your story it's like it gives you more freedom to kind of explore many different narratives so that was a long answer sorry if i didn't really answer the question <laughs> that's fine no it's you did so from what it sounds like i guess a really simple distillation of your points would be that pop was more about you know breadth or like being broad and then hip hop is like b being deep but still being applicable and then hip hop is about being is about depth so i wanted to know or what you think at least about why hip hop how does the depth still apply to the audience like why is it these people's stories that are even though they are deep and kind of out there like what is it that makes them still applicable to a general audience to get that pop you know uh, pop feel are you talking specifically like in the hip-hop genre like what yeah. makes what makes it it both you know applicable and kind of like still very deep yeah why are the like why is the debt how come people relate to certain like de deep stories and not other ones basically i don't know it's very interesting because you know as a as a white male a white <laughs> cisgendered male it um it's really interesting to have an interest in hip-hop like i didn't grow up in the ghetto i never like really wrote like raps when i was growing up and it wasn't and i i don't know it's like when you think of hip-hop you think of just like a a struggle and wanting to uh like come up from your from your struggles or whatever so it's it's interesting to me when I when I myself am listening to hip hop and when I see a bunch of other guys who, you know, grew up in white suburbia doing the same thing. But for me, it's not necessarily about applying everything I'm listening to. It's not a best it's not about uh like relating to the stories for me at least. It's about you know, it's about the like musicianship and almost like virtuosity of making 
that story sound the way it does because you know you you take something like i don't know there's a song by kendrick lamar called dna and it's he's talking about all these things that happened to him in his life you know and he's got them so deep in him that they're part of his dna it's kind of the 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 thing of the song uh but i don't know for me it's more about like listening to how they tell their stories and figuring out like wow that's really cool like really realizing that this is something that they went through and they can make it come across in this very marketable very easy to listen to relatively easy to listen to it's kind of a you know rap music can be very jarring to the uninitiated ears but it's interesting how they can take a story and make it digestible to a fairly like new listener to the genre specifically talking about like kind of hip-hop music that you get played on the radio and stuff so basically like they represent archetypes like relatable archetypes like a lot of really i don't know famous um stories have very clear simple archetypes so in that way it's like they're telling their side of the story but they're still like underlying things or what yeah i mean yeah i didn't really get to that point in the question but um you know when you listen to most rap artists it's like they they often talk about you know it's like struggles that they went through and you know it's like growing up i didn't have a great home life but now i made millions and look at me i don't know it's like a lot of people can relate to that because it's like a lot of people think that you know it's like they had struggles in their life and of course you want to overcome those struggles and so you know when you have this kind of inspirational song or message of like getting over your struggles it's like i think a lot of people can relate to that and i think you know especially now you have a lot of like modern rap artists you know people who aren't necessarily as like inspirational or music uh musical as kendrick lamar talking about like you know making money and getting women it's like i think that if you just like boil it down it's like a lot of people yeah of course they want to be rich and yeah of course they want to be surrounded by people who like them and so i think that you know that's a very relatable message that a lot of people are sending out i don't necessarily think it's the best message to be sending out but i think that you know a lot of people can relate to the more like the very surface level face value messages of songs whatever they are you know overcoming struggles uh becoming rich and famous you know just like doing your best doing put in putting in the work you know a lot of a lot of uh you know rap songs and hip-hop songs just have those very simple messages if you listen to them it's like the classic rags to riches you know yeah you want to root for the cinderella just yeah. working. nobody nobody wants to listen to a rap song where it's like i started out on top and i'm still here like, <laughs> <laughs> might be interesting started from the top now i'm here <laughs> so stayed. all these people are writing about their narratives but as a lyricist you take people's ideas and you turn them into songs like how is that different how do you make a narrative out of somebody else's life so i'll give a little backstory okay. so i now what i do is uh people will send me like a message or an email and basically say hey it's like i need a song for this occasion it's a birthday valentine's day whatever and it, it's about this person here's a few details about their life uh can you write a song about it and i say absolutely 
uh, to almost everyone. <laughs> um, it's super interesting doing that because I don't know, it requires a lot of like attention to detail. Like you have to be able to take whatever someone gives you. Sometimes it's a paragraph. Sometimes it's half a page of details about their life, stories, age, name, where they grew up, you know, their eye color or whatever. You have to be able to take all that information and write as if you know the person. Like when I, if I was to write about somebody that I've never met before, I wouldn't say like, Hey, how's it going? I'm Spencer and it's nice to meet you. I would just jump into a verse about how they used to eat pizza at 3 a.m. or something. I don't know, you have to, you kind of have to skip over the like quote unquote getting to know you phase because nobody wants to listen to that. Like people want to just hear like the how you use information to tell a story. And that's mostly what I uh, focus on. It's also really like weird doing it because you like when I ask people for information, when I say, hey, can you give me a few stories about whoever you want me to write about? They always give me the most insane details. Like the first one I wrote this is probably this is a while ago, but somebody messaged me. They wanted a song for their girlfriend and they were like, hey, you know, uh, this, this and this, blah, blah, blah. And the last sentence of their description was also she loves Korean barbecue and has a Lion King shrine. And I was like, <laughs> you you, you couldn't write that if you wanted to. Like you could, <laughs> nobody would think of that. And it's like that. It just it gives you such a funny little thing to throw in there to kind of humanize this person and that's really what I try to do when I when I write these songs for people is they can hear this song and they can know that it's like it, it couldn't have come from my brain that these stories came from real life and there was this other one that I wrote about this guy who uh, he was in Istanbul and apparently there they went to the bathroom and apparently there's a shrine in the bathroom that looks exactly like a urinal and so <laughs> they they peed on it and somebody got really mad at them and they left but that detail that, i mean okay did you put a shrine in a bathroom i don't know i've never been to Istanbul. yeah so. i don't know i've never been there it just it was such a funny description of an event and that was the first lyric i put in that song because <laughs> right from the beginning it's like you know that this is this is just supposed to be a funny song you know it's not supposed to be this like i'm going to change the world it's a song for somebody's like birthday or something i don't know and i don't think that like i don't know in the music that i write i don't think it's necessarily about changing the world or writing the next big hit it's like it, i think it's just as important to tell someone's story and to just give them something that they can look back on and be like, oh, that was so cool. Do you remember that song that was written about you? And now, I don't know, it's a fun way to do that. I'm really, really bad at like ending statements. <laughs> I just kind of like have my point and then I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was answered my question, so. Yeah, so here's the stereotypical question. So when you're not writing for other people, you know, it's just of your own, of your own accord. Uh, what, where does your inspiration come from? 
is the most stereotypical question. Yes. Yeah. I guess, is it different for poetry versus rap or if you want to take it that way? Um, I would say that all of my inspiration mostly comes from like everywhere, just life. Because there's a quote, I don't know, I'm sure that you guys have heard it and whoever's listening has heard this a bunch of times. It's like good artists imitate, great artists steal or something like that. Some mm-hmm. kind of, I'm butchering the quote, I'm sure. But it was Picasso. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. As he stole something. As he stole his <laughs> quote. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But that's kind of, uh, I don't know. That's kind of my motto as I write things. And what better place to steal from than your life? And, you know, it doesn't have to be necessarily your life. It can be what, what you hear from other people, what you see other people experience. If you see a man just holding a piece of paper and like crying on a on a doorstep it's like that can be an inspiration you know if you see six red solo cups on a piano just sitting there and then someone comes and knocks them over that can be inspiration it's like obviously some things are more likely to like evoke a response from you but i think that it's important for anybody who is writing or who wants to write to look around them for any opportunity to feel something like there was this one time I was in an acting class and it was our assignment to write a monologue about somebody and so what we did is after we got that assignment we went outside to like a courtyard by our library and we just sat and watched people we didn't talk to anybody we just sat there and looked at people walk by and I think that that was a really good thing for me and it was it was very inspiring to just like think of finding inspiration that way it's like it can come from anywhere it's like you never need to be afraid I don't know I think this way you never need to be afraid about writing about something because it's like who cares what you write about it's like you're gonna write about what you write about wherever your idea comes from because only you can write like you so i don't know don't think that like your ideas have to come from don't think they have to like come from god or like you have to find it in a book and you have to do all this research it's like you can write about whatever you want and i think that that is a really important thing to know you know and i don't know about specifically music i think it's important to like if you want to write music or lyrics or whatever I think it's important to listen to music and to find, you know, inspiration from other artists. Uh, if you like a, like a particular musical style to listen to people who kind of do that so you can emulate their, their aesthetic or whatever, but don't like, don't try to copy them. It's like, I don't think that your best work will ever come from trying to copy someone else. I think that if you find inspiration from them and kind of use, if you use the same elements as them as a, as an artist or as a lyricist or whatever, you'll get better work. I think there's no such thing as like objectively better work, but I think you'll find that it'll be easier to write if you just try to follow your own style and maybe use some elements that you hear in music or in lyrics that you enjoy. 
Are there any activities that really get your mind going? Um, just like writing. Writing uh, helps get the juices flowing. Learn that from you, Jackson. Shout out to Jackson. Wow. <laughs> wow. Um, what a helpful brother you are. Yeah, but, I try. But yeah, uh, just writing, I think, is a very, very good way to get your mind thinking about writing obviously and something i like to do which is kind of silly when you want to write but don't necessarily have a great idea or if you have a very very broad idea like if you're thinking i want to write about light bulbs but you're like what the heck do i write about light bulbs i don't know you what i do if i was to do this is i would set a phone i would set up set a timer on my phone for like five minutes and then when i press start on the timer i start writing and i don't stop writing for five minutes even if like my hand does not stop moving even if you're writing i don't know what to say i don't know what to say i don't know what to say for six lines eventually you're gonna think of something to say because your hand is tired of writing i don't know what to say and i don't know for me that it really helps for like really getting an idea started if you don't know what you want to write at the beginning maybe you'll find something in the middle you'll you'll write something really cool you'll find some kind of inspiration from just doing the action of writing and not stopping so that's a suggestion um i have for anybody who like needs an activity to kind of inspire writing uh, another thing i like to do is to just go walking and like observe everything around me because a lot of the times I know when when people go walking it's just like clear their head or whatever and I, I I mean it's always nice to just kind of relax and do nothing when you walk but for me it's like everything you know as I've said everything can be an inspiration so if you really take time to just go outside and observe life happening it may I don't know help you flesh out an idea that you had or it may give you a new idea I don't know it's just a good place to like incubate ideas is truly observing life around you and really looking at the details of like I don't know if you're looking at a person it's like what are they doing with their hands what color is their hair it's like are they looking somewhere if they're having a conversation with someone what's their body language it's like are they shifting their weight around I don't know just really figuring out how to take elements from life and put it into an idea that you have very cool you know that uh the always write the, the I'm, that's not original with me like oh, you just yeah. stay writing like one of the things that inspired that you know was <laughs> just like the hard work of like the action creates the process or whatever the action creates the product is <laughs> we were at this concert and there was this artist i don't remember it's just some some guy and Spencer and i were there and uh he said where are my hustlers at? You know, he yelled, where are my hustlers at? And I like, I started, I was like, oh, whatever. You know, he's just doing his thing. And I started thinking about it and I was like, the hustlers are not here. They're not at a concert <laughs> right now. They're putting in the work because they're real hustlers. <laughs> and that kind of made me like, it really shifted everything with like my, the things that I do. I'm like, I need to work harder when the other people are at the concert being like, where are my hustlers at? And they're like, right here. 
there? It's like, nah. No. Punching the clock. <laughs> 80 hour weeks. Oh, geez. All right. There's well, the, there's workaholic. The <laughs> I'm not no, doing 80 hour weeks, but you know what I mean? Like, I aspire. <laughs> yeah. It's never sleep. That was a really funny moment. Because I remember we were standing there just like dancing or moving around. And Jackson like stops me and he looks at me and he said, the hustlers aren't here. And it took me a second because I, I like an I, I heard it. And he, and I was just in like, the of- yeah, he just looked at me. It was really funny. But yeah, in the, like the same way I was, you know, I was observing my surroundings. He said it and I started thinking about it. And even that, you know, it's like it's created different ideas in my mind so anything can be inspiration yeah. it'll just come to you when it's time <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so what are you working on now um i am like always working on stuff that people ask me to write when people send me an idea for a song or they need a song for somebody uh i'm always working on those but like personally uh i have had this idea for a musical for a while um i'll always come back to it every once in a while it is really hard to write about consistently because i don't know a musical is a is kind of like the mother of all crazy projects to take on in music you know a musical or an opera is essentially two hours of nonstop music and so you need to really have a lot of focus and energy and a lot of really deep ideas to write about but uh, that's something I've been working on for I don't know a couple months and you know things will just come to me I'm really kind of a in the moment kind of guy. I have a few things that I will always be working on, but you know, some days I'm sitting there and I'm listening to the rain and I'm like, yeah, let's write about the rain. <laughs> and then like 30 minutes later, there's something about rain <laughs> or duct tape. I don't know. It just, it's really, I don't know. For me, you know, some a lo- things that I like to write about are n- things that I don't think a lot of other people would write about. I like to write about the, minutia of life just kind of like weird things that happen to you or you know you're sitting there looking at a mason jar and then all of a sudden you hear someone yell potatoes and it's like what was going on in that conversation <laughs> you're like let's write about that context <laughs> yeah just a devil's advocate question like why why do stories about duct tape and things matter because i don't know man that is a good question <laughs> I don't know. For me, it's not like I like I said before. It's not about changing the world. It's not about uh, making a huge difference in everything that you do. I think that you know, just expressing yourself and having an idea that you like is worthy of a song. And whether people agree with that or not, I mean, that, that's up to them. But you know everyone what i like about you know music and art in general is that you can write about whatever you want and and you know whether people will listen to it or or buy it or market it again is up to them but i don't necessarily think that 
maybe Herman Melville was like, hey, <laughs> let's write a book about whaling. And like, of course, he had a bunch of other like things in it. But when somebody somebody who read it was like, this is the dumbest book I've ever heard of, you know. But, you know, other people, you know, as as like evidenced by today, were like, this is really cool, you know. And, you know, uh, William Carlos Williams wrote about wheelbarrows yep. and plums in the ice chest. And like, <laughs> again, kind of silly things to write about. But I think that, you know, it's like people telling their stories, truthful, honest stories and what they want to write about, ultimately, I think will win over just kind of like people trying to imitate and be fake about what they do. Because, I don't know, if you really like get into your idea, whatever it's about, it's like the truth will come out and will tell a more compelling story than just like saying what you think people will want to hear i think so that's why i think i think that they matter just because it's like truth matters like finding meaning in everyday things is what matters yeah cool truth is the truth no matter how small <laughs> Good old. i think dr seuss said that yeah yeah horton hears a who something like that exactly horton hears the truth horton hears the truth <laughs> stay woke um stay woke well thanks for coming on our podcast and talking with us where can the people find you uh they can find me on youtube uh just spencer grub spencer grub g-r-u-b-b-e so is the the struggle the b and the e yes mm -hmm. two b's and an e at the end um also on instagram i post a lot of stuff on there at grubber ducky g-r-u-b-b-e-r-d-u-c-k-y is there a underscore there might be in between, in between grubber and ducky just look up spencer grub something Come like on. that yeah <laughs> search my name on instagram you'll find it um where do people find your freelance stuff like if they wanted a birthday wrap or something that is a really good question just um like your email or something <laughs> like what Actually, yes. Uh, if you're ever in need of any lyrics for any reason or music. Like anything. We should probably establish your credibility a little bit more. So, yeah. like, what are things that you've written about? <laughs> things that I've written about? Yeah, like just start naming. Just. Um, well, I've written about a lot of people. I've written about words. And I just like writing about uh, stories that I hear. Spencer writes about one rap every day maybe more so i write a lot so the credibility is hopefully that's high but yes if you're ever in need of any music or lyrics um you just email me at spencer.grub at gmail.com again spencer.grub <laughs> at gmail.com this offer will only last for <laughs> call 1-800 yep. you know yeah cool well thanks again thank you Thanks for tuning in. This was the Zeno Podcast. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Zeno Podcast. That's X-E-N-O Podcast. If you have any questions or comments about what we talked about today uh, or suggestions for future episodes, you can email us at podcastzeno at gmail.com. This podcast was brought to you by BYU Hawaii's Reading and Writing Center. Thanks for learning by listening.